And I'm black, y'all. And I'm blackity black. And I'm black, y'all. Are you blacker than the BET Awards or the All-Star Game? <laughs> Which one? Which black are you? Uh, maybe I am blacker than... Soul Train Awards when the lights go out. Oh, yeah. damn. You black, son. <laughs> Yeah. Black as hell. That's 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 dope. I like that one. I'm black in the OJ when he got convicted. <laughs> you know what I think time. we need to start doing is have you sit right there. Because I keep having to turn my head. Anyway, <laughs> the viewers don't are viewers. <laughs> the, <laughs> listeners, the viewers can't view and the listeners can listen, but they can't see. They can't see Ben. They can't see I mean him. you can't see Ben either, apparently. Hmm. I have to turn and say Hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, I can see both of y'all. Hey. What up? What it do? Anyway, um, what's up, y'all? This is Tressie. And this is Cedric. And this is Ben. And we're through the crate. Digging through cultural and current events of the hip-hop lens. Let's get to it. Yo. I said it again, but I didn't. You didn't? I didn't. You did good this time. I did. I tried. Third time's a charm. Yes, it is. Uh, welcome back, guys. We are back at it again with another episode with some, with some sipping on juice and gin. Not really. It's too early for that, but... Yeah. Um, I wish I was sipping on something. <laughs> yeah, but it's Sunday, so we got to be good. Why? Because it's Sunday. No. That never has anything to do with anything for me. Sunday fun day. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it works I don't even participate in Sunday fun days, but that doesn't have anything to do. I don't know. Um, I'm just tired. Why are you tired? I was up late last night. Oh, yeah? What were you doing? You know, s- s- usual Jacking adult off? stuff. You know? You know? It? And then uh, I went to go see a movie. Oh. While, you did, while you jade it? I, no, I'm not Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Save that for later. Jeez. Dude, Get out of my pants, yo. Off in the movies, Get out of my dude. pants. Uh, I don't know why you do it. <laughs> <laughs> All this blackness. It's too much. <laughs> That's what made you horny. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I'm done. Blacker, blacker than Bigger the Soul blacker. Train Awards. Lights <laughs> go off. Uh, no, I, I, I went to go see way. Black Panther last night. You ruined the oh. show. Oh, yes, we did. We did. We saw that last night, and I think Ben saw it earlier. Saw it last night, too. Last yeah. night? Yeah. What'd you guys think? Thoughts? Comments? Concerns? It was great. Okay. Lived up to the hype. Okay. I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Okay. And, yeah, I don't know. What about you? It was great. It was good. It was fantastic. Dude, come on. We need a little bit more energy than that. It was just, uh, it was incredible. <laughs> I really I, I can't so you that, can't what? so you would listen to a podcast that has that type of energy around Black Panther it, it was fuck out of here no pretty, nope it stop was, I'm gonna turn your mic off in good. about 2.5 seconds it was, it was great it was an amazing movie <laughs> like, it was a great, a great lots movie. of hype lots of hype but it lived up to it um, really great storytelling complex characters uh, yeah yeah I liked it um you were saying earlier before we started recording that you had two gripes with it, though, or two things that you wanted to mention about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not not major, but uh, no, not major. Like these aren't real criticisms because like, you can't criticize this movie if no, you're black. You, if you're you black, you cannot not love this movie. No, you know who especially cannot <laughs> if you're white or anything right, other than black. Right, if, exactly. If you're, <laughs> if you're a white a guy and you, if you're, and, you, and you come back out of Black Panther like, man, that movie sucked. You getting your ass whooped. Right. You can't, you <laughs> can't site. say shit. You can't say shit about it. But go, go ahead. Um, I think what you said was, uh, what was it? Um, and we, we established where there are spoilers. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. We did not. This is going to be a spoiler episode. So if you... Um, do not know, or have you, if you have not 
um, seeing the movie. I don't know why you wouldn't have by now. Go kill yourself. Yes. Um, you should. Go you should just literally cliff. just like remove yourself from society. Jump off a boat. Just saying. Like I don't understand why you wouldn't see this movie in opening weekend. Do it. You're a racist if you haven't. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's point blank period. <laughs> Um, <laughs> no, uh, but seriously, go see this fucking movie. Uh, right. Pause it, run to the theater. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then I'm after like, you watch it, mind. come back, come push back. play, finish right, this shit. Right. Yes. Um, but yeah. Uh, but what, 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 what was I going to ask? It's How, full of spoilers, so go see the fucking movie. Okay, yeah. yeah so we're going to spoil a lot of things. Um, first of all, I was asking you about some shit, but... We can go over Yeah. Uh, um, uh, Let's go ahead and talk about how Oakland is all throughout this motherfucker. Yeah. It made me so fucking proud. Yes. I mean, obviously, the director's from Oakland. Brian Coogler. Um, The name of the movie is Black Panther, which was a group that was founded in Oakland. Correct. Um, Which then kind of makes sense. You know, there was one of the earlier scenes, there was actually a poster with Huey P. Newton on it. Mm Mm-hmm. In Oakland, you know, mm-hmm. public enemy there too. So yep. it's like, you know, the fight the powers power. and yep. shit. It's just, it was like rooted there. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Oakland was all through this thing. And it's it's interesting. Um, what was it? Michael B. Jordan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, played a guy from Oakland in Fruitvale Station. Yeah. And he's playing somebody from Oakland again. Yeah, uh-huh. he's from Newark, New Jersey. But he's, I mean, I wasn't mad at it. That's my baby daddy. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and like, I, I thought it was dope that he had like the fronts in his uh, teeth, yeah. you know, all that, that good stuff. Um, yeah, and I just, I, I don't even know where to start in, in, in saying like how much this movie was, how great this movie was. I did cry. You cried? Uh, oh, what'd yes. you cry? Yeah. What, what I cried you? when Killmonger died because or like, is like his exact words is I, I'd rather die than be um, in bondage like my ancestors or whatever. Yeah. It's like bury me in the sea yeah. type of shit. So that shit made me cry. And then it also made me cry when um, ah, fuck I don't remember. It was I think I was I was just crying because of like the concepts that were presented in this movie. So like with um, with the fact that Wakanda wants to continue to be you know left alone because they they don't want to have the same problems as the whole as the world mm-hmm. like they don't want to deal with that and the fact that you know Eric I actually I sympathized a lot with Eric Killmonger's uh character I guess of you course. could say yeah. just because of like him he, when he was talking about like you you guys left us like nobody like you we have the power to fight back with all of what you have and you're just leaving us out to dry type of thing yeah cuz he was he was the kid left behind mm-hmm. you know after his father was killed. Right. Yeah. And they killed his father. So it's like how... And, yeah. And so like this left behind thing works as far as like, well, we were part of the diaspora, mm-hmm. you know, in America, we were just struggling and you were there in the same way. He's like, I was the kid and you knew what happened and you didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Right. You didn't even come to like bury my father where he should have been buried. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, this this movie has so many layers. It's like you can look at it on the surface of yeah, it's it's this young king who or this young prince who you know rises to the throne and the struggles he had to do to get there and yeah, that's great and all, but there's there's so much more in it than that. You know, there's the African American versus the African. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this idea of like you guys said, getting left behind and feeling 
strung out and taken advantage of. And while your motherland, where you're actually from, is doing great, doing fine, mm-hmm. surviving, thriving, doing their own mm-hmm. thing. Um, and then, I, I mean, I even got a little bit of like, you know, uh, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, like these like yeah. different, these like different approaches yep. of, you know, do we assert ourselves or do we just sit passively by? Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, there was there was a lot in there. Um, prominence prominence of women in their society too. Yeah, I mean, like women played a, a huge role in yes, their in their society. Yeah. They were pretty much the warriors. Like yeah. they they were the ones getting down and dirty. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it was it was cool to see a movie that had mostly black people in it, but it it, it didn't. Even though it was based in Africa, it didn't feel like it was a black movie to me. It just kind of felt like. It was an African story, like like, like it, it was just a story of people mm-hmm. that just happened to be black. Like, it, right? I don't know. It wasn't like a freaking uh, Tyler Perry movie or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> didn't have that black family, black movie feel. Right. I mean, I don't even like. It was just. It was great. Like, I loved all the action. That was in it too. Uh, like for some reason, a critic on what Rotten Tomatoes said that wasn't a not enough action. Like, what do you want them not to talk? Right. Or not to provide you a plot. You just want to see people blowing shit up. Mm-hmm. Well, I think even to play devil's advocate, I think I could understand a part of where that that criticism came from was kind of how I walked away from it. Was like, is this even a superhero movie? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the main character is. A Marvel superhero, so yes, it is. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't like a movie where there's like this existential crisis where it's like Earth is gonna freaking be destroyed if oh the Earth if, yeah. if you know if uh, the aliens come and attack. Like if, like we're not rallying the troops to protect us from our final demise. It's you right. know, this story of this guy going to the throne. It wasn't as common as. The other ones, when there's like you know, Infinity War, Civil War, those right. are all like wars. Exactly. Where it, this one it was wasn't just that. a civil war, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah. This it was exactly. like the struggle of where where are we going from here? Exactly. Who's supposed to lead and what what direct direction is supposed to take? Exactly. As Wakanda asserts its position in the world. Exactly. Which is great. Which 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 I think is an excellent take on a superhero movie. Right. It it almost brings it more down to life and makes mm-hmm. the superhero seem more human. And less super, exactly. Which is, which is fine. I'm cool with it. Which is what you want sometimes from from those those uh, from your superheroes. You want to see some type of aspect that you can see yourself in that position. And I think that's what's really good about this one versus all, all the other ones. Because as a kid, like you can think about like, oh my god, that's not that far from being attainable. Mm-hmm. Even though like you know that fucking heart shaped herb is not real. You know what I mean? Like you ain't gonna be able to have superhuman strength from that. But. Um, but, like, there's a lot of human aspects to this thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's like the only human aspect of most superheroes is a love story. True. Whereas this one is is, is a love story and a, um internal fight with, like, what, like, like some family issues, some drama, like, that, those those types of things. Like, who am I type, like, introspective type of issues. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what um made this movie really special is that it was really relatable. And then, like, all of the underlying messages like you know if you think about the surface like superhero movie dealing with um what's going on in in their uh, their country and what's going on with their community yeah but this one also has the underlying tone of like like when they call people colonizers right like that was the a white very people are colonizers. Yeah. yes it was 
And like, I flat out, like, he laughed, woke up. Laughed out loud. Yeah, everybody laughed. It was fucking, it was funny. <laughs> like, I think that's a, a very um, interesting thing. It's like us putting it on the tables. Like, yeah, like, we're going to make money. We're, we're going to make these movies. And we're going to call you out on your shit type of thing. Yeah. And I mean, low key call you out. Yeah, low key. Because that, that I think too, was. can't do too much with Marvel. Right. But I mean, that <laughs> that one little line, colonizer, I think it it said a lot by saying literally just one word. Right. You know, it, it it kind of fit into kind of what they were trying to, the picture they were trying to paint for the movie, which is Wakanda, this small country that's been isolated for so long. So they're almost standing on top of this like pedestal, like looking down on the rest of the earth as they just kind of go about their business. And they're like, yeah, you're, you're a fucking colonizer. Like that's, I'm not like shooting you down. I'm not mm-hmm. like calling you a bad name. I'm just, that's, that's what you do. That's your nature. That's what you do. From what we've seen, because we're mm-hmm. outsiders. Yeah, right. but it's also part of the the dilemma. Like, uh, if you look at the United States, you know, they were talking about how they assert their, you know, their will and things across the globe. Well, what kind of just kind of stays back, and like, we're just going to protect our area. We're not right. even going to give you guys like access to know what's going on in here. Right. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, I I also think there's a bit. Uh, there's a lot to be talked about between. The, the the black characters. It's not really just Killmonger. And no, that yeah. How he was he was a cousin. He was he had mm-hmm. royal blood, but still treated it so much as an outsider. And I think that's there are a lot of cases where you see stuff like that in the black community too. Right. I think we've talked about something like that on on the podcast before, as like you know when you have um, foreigners that uh, you know that are black come over here and they don't consider themselves black because of and to be honest, technically they aren't because they don't have the black experience, I guess, or they haven't lived it just yet. Yeah. Um, so just having that, like, that's that's kind of what I was feeling from the Wakanda side. That's um, Before we started the podcast, I said something in the wrong cho- wrong choice of words, but I said Wakanda could also be some type of, uh, of a villain, I guess you can say, just because of what they did to ignore. Or didn't the, do right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. What they uh, ignored, you know, throughout the the country, throughout of like, you're in your bubble, but this whole country is just going through turmoil, or you know, the world, you know, at this time, and you have something that you can share with everyone, that can help everyone, but you decide not to. So I mean, I mean, but there's also things to that, like you share with the wrong person, and it's it's all, I mean, kill monsters for wrong, right? (laughs) Exactly. But even I mean, you have to almost you know sympathize or or empathize with. With Killmonger because, I mean, him being the outsider, I thought, like you said, he had the gold fronts in his mouth. Yes. He had, he he spoke American. He didn't have the accent. Right. Like, everybody else had accents. You know, he was the only one in there that didn't have the accent. Um, so he was obviously, he was obviously an outsider. Um, and he obviously represented, really, us. You know, and it's it's funny that, they like to call black people in America African American. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've always felt odd about that because a white person from South Africa can come over to America and they're considered African American. Like that's what they would have to. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, so it's just, it's just. I I understand it's going back <laughs> to our roots and all, but right. it it does kind of play that the, there is a difference there. You know that, like you said, they're they're blood, they're cousins. But their their experience growing up was so much different. One was affluent in 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 the, the motherland. 
where they got to see all these positive images of black people. And the other one was raised in Oakland where they saw the exact opposite. Right. And so, of course, their approach to the solution to the problem of, of of the time, one is to take action. The other one is to just sit back idly by and worry about themselves. It's it's completely different. But you understand it because their upbringing was so different. Right. Well, we could talk about this subject all fucking day. Is there anything else you, you guys wanted to like touch on before we move on from this one? Because, I mean, there's a lot that we can touch on for this, but I want to try and make sure that we get to our other topics. Yeah. One note is, mm-hmm. uh, obviously, we, we said that the uh, soundtrack was good. Yes. But um, hearing, hearing the music in the context of the movie, it was, mm-hmm. it was really nice. Yeah. And then also like hearing what Ludwig did with the score. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar who with who Ludwig is, it's the guy that um, produced or, um, "Awaken My Love" for Childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. And it's like his his like right hand music man, pretty right? Much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think Ludwig has done a lot of stuff, like you know, good stuff. But like that's the most recent like thing yep. that to to kind of say. But um, he did a really good job, and like he also went to Africa to find out the sounds and things and that they were using and used a lot of those, like a lot of like the um, vocals that are coming through, like when they do a lot of the, um, like that high pitched vocal that comes through throughout the movie. And then also that, that drum Mm -hmm. um, that comes through, like a lot of that stuff is, is indigenous to, to Africa. So um, like he used a lot of stuff that's from out there. So I, I I commend him for being, being like, okay, well I'm doing this. And it's going to be like this African movie type of thing. Like, I need to go and, and find out what sounds they're using. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Oh. soundtrack was, I mean, not the soundtrack. The score, the score. was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they definitely mixed in songs well and gave some context to the soundtrack. For sure. Right. And then all, at the end, like, with all the uh, the all the all stars, different mix, yeah. I was like, fuck. How many mixes of this song are they going to do? <laughs> it's like the third one. Shoot. <laughs> right? I remember Cedric stood up and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a different version. <laughs> yeah. And there were spoilers too. If you guys didn't wait until after, uh, not spoilers, but like after the credits. Oh, uh, teasers. During the credits and after. Yeah, yeah the teasers. teasers. Yeah. They were those things. Yep. Winter Soldier coming through. Coming. All right. Um, what's next? Oh, guess who decided to be a humanitarian? Who? God's plans. Oh. God's plan. God's plan. Drizzy? Drizzy Jack. Drizzy Jack. Drizzy Jack. Drizzy Jack. So he's he's doing what now? He's a humanitarian. He's giving out money um, and stuff. I don't want to hate on this, but I'm kind of hating on it. Um, <laughs> Look, dude, so Drake just gave away a million dollars. Um, it was the budget for his video. His video for God's plan. He had a nine hundred ninety-two thousand dollar budget for the video. Yep, and he gave it away. What the fuck? He's Drake. Whatever. He already what? made it back. It's million-dollar music like, videos me, aren't new. Yeah, that's this. This is totally independent of Drake. Oh. That's a lot of fucking money for oh, a yeah. video. I mean, I don't know how much videos go for. But about I guess. a million dollars. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> like. Any, right. any music video you remember is probably a million dollar music video. <laughs> the big ones, like Director X, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. But, so, yes, it is probably a publicity stunt. Drake is trying to get publicity. <laughs> That's sure. I don't care. Exactly. That's I don't exactly care. I don't care what the reason is, why someone money gives away, money away or does something nice. That's great. You know what? Let's Let's give him all the praise and all the extra sales 
he wants because mm-hmm. it might motivate the next person to do the same thing. Right. I appreciate yeah. it. Well, that's what I was going to say is that I wasn't going to go into, uh, like I, I said, I don't want to hate on it. Then don't. So that. Don't. No, okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah. And the video goes along with the song. <laughs> it makes sense. It does. It does. Yeah. You're right. And you know what? I think uh, I like Drake's dance. The funny thing is, I hadn't seen him do that Drake. The, the, he started that dance when he was did that... Uh, Hotline Bling. Yeah, it was from the album, uh, If You're Reading This, It's Too Late. Yeah. It's yeah. when I, the first time oh, yeah. I saw him do that weird dance. Uh-huh. But when you hear the song God's Plan, you totally just see that yeah. like, head, head I like about it, the though. dance. I think yeah. I like it. All right. Well. I don't know. I think Drake might be... Um, Warming up to me a little bit. He, he's rewarming. <laughs> yeah. Finally. So, so it's like all these leftovers you got in the fridge. Like, you know what? I actually kind of like those leftovers. Let me let me heat this back up. Yeah. And because I like the I liked his uh, scary hours, two songs. Two song EP. Yeah. I'm not. No. Don't. <laughs> yeah. I like his two songs. So I'm. I'm. I, and I, I like. It actually made me cry too. Maybe I'm about to start my parents. What made you shit. cry? The fact the that video. Yes. Yeah, he gave that Aww. mom and that. And that son, all that money. There was and lots of crying. The, in the kid, the, no, the kid crying kid made cry. me cry. Yeah, the yeah. mom was crying. He and and I'm Drake even said, you know, though, because so. in the song he says, <laughs> "I only love my bed and my mama." mama I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. And so then, the way you did that, <laughs> <laughs> yo, if y'all, if y'all could have seen the way Cedric just moved his head though. That's that's, that's how it sounds. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, but like that's. I I guess that's why you could almost cry in that moment in the right. video because he's sitting there with his mom and he tells the kid like you know I only love my mom in my bed so you know hold on to her I don't know if he said those exact words but <laughs> it was it was, was kind of like see that. that's the, that's the hate and shade that I was thinking that we were gonna give <laughs> I wasn't gonna hate on the fact that he did it but it was you know it was, like, but, you know, it was kind of it. Drake you know it's like Drake like Drake with your yeah. corny ass you know what I mean? like kinda. <laughs> And then, you know, there's also this thing, you know, with that ex, you know, that kid X from Florida. He filmed, so Drake films the video in Florida, mm-hmm. in Miami. Um, this kid X that he had the issues with, you know, XXX Tentacion. Yeah. He started this thing about a month ago where he was encouraging his fans to, like, do nice things and huh. give money away. And he called it some kind of challenge, like, the... Be good challenge or some shit like that. <laughs> Be like, good the, challenge. The, the like humanitarian challenge or okay, something. Okay, I don't. I've never. It heard wasn't this. huge. And then and then Drake comes out and does this, and he's like, "I'm not. I'm not about challenges and hashtags, but I just wanted to be nice." Just he's a low key shade dropper. He's a low key shade dropper. So just you know. Anyway, I don't no, care why he does it. Not, I don't yeah. care why he does it. Yeah, I don't care. Be nice, Drake, but just damn, that was a lot man. of money though. Yeah. I like the video though. Mm-hmm. You guys like it? Yeah. yeah. It was good. Uh, I like okay. the song too. So Yeah, know. the song's dope. Yeah. I'll bump that shit for sure. Ooh. Um, what about uh did you guys see anything over the weekend? Like I, I've been kind of like out of the loop this weekend, I think, uh, in regards to the all stars. Cause you know, everybody from hip hop goes down there and then all the thoughts are down there. <laughs> I only heard up. of one shooting so far. Nipsey Hustle's uh album release party got shot up. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that's the only one I heard of. I didn't even Which is hear pretty that. good. That's good. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Man, lowered standards. Right? <laughs> Dude, it's it's all star weekend, there's only one shooting. I don't know. Shooting, that's pretty good. Um, I'll take it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I just I I I haven't heard anything else. I did kind of watch a little bit of uh Snoop's um like hip hop celebrity, celebrity hip hop thing. Game. That was hot. 
I think they should do that every year. No, yeah, that was dope. But I, I didn't see a lot. Like, I, I saw it on YouTube, so I got, like, really bad um, angles and shit. <laughs> so, it was bad. Um, but I, I would like to see more of that. Because um, I like seeing if people have any type of athletic ability. Mm-hmm. I think it's hilarious when they don't. I do think it's hilarious that uh, Mr. Fab plays basketball. He's actually pretty good. And he's actually pretty good, yeah. but he's awkward as fuck. Like, you don't think that he would be... He wouldn't. At good at all, and it's hilarious. It's just hilarious to me. Bad to sound it, business, by the way, guys, in case you didn't know. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, shout out to Dope Era. But, um, but like, I just think that whenever he plays and he talks so much shit, like I've seen shit on his Instagram and all <laughs> he that does shit. Talk and a he lot talks of so shit. much shit, and I'd be like, fat boy, shut up. But then he gets busy. He gets busy. He gets busy. So it's interesting. Um, did you guys watch the actual celebrity All Star game? No. Nah. Yeah, fuck Quavo's, that shit. I did see a highlight where Quavo smacked the shit out of this. this Chick, yeah. well, he didn't smack a chick. Let, let's 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 not put rumors out there. Uh, this guy's still on probation. Um, <laughs> he did not put his hands physically on a woman, but right. he, it was a massive block, and it, it it was pretty disgusting. Oh, okay. And he won MVP, so she should stay out of his house. Oh, <laughs> get off my court. Get out of my house, bitch. Uh, kill Whitey. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Colonizer, be nice. I know. I'm half white. I'm half colonizer. It's okay. Um, (laughs) That reminds me of um, Two Chains. Two Chains? Oh, yeah, because he was the other side of the He was the coach of the East? East. The East. The East. The East. The East. The East. The East side. (laughs) (laughs) It's the East side. East. The B side is the East side. But he's he's always. uh, Talked about. I mean, he was a decent basketball player. He was. Wait, I haven't used any of these. (laughs) (laughs) He's actually tall too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, she's she's found it again, guys. He's one of our uh, one of our tall rappers. Um, but he he announced that uh, he's got a new album coming out. Yes. And the, the name is Rapper Go to the League. Rap or go to the league. Yeah. It's a perfect time for him to huh. release the looking. name of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did. Are we going to go into music now? That right. was the plan. Super smooth. <laughs> <laughs> that Sorry, was, guys. he was nice, smooth segue. It's all right. We'll just hard stop it and go there. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, well, if you guys want to be dicks about it, <laughs> my bad. It was a right? great setup. Alley oop and dunk. Um, yeah, and then I and then I I accidentally blocked the shot for my own team. It's right, cool. and threw it into the other back. We got it. I said, "Is this the way we're supposed to go?" <laughs> um, but no, two chains uh, is like slowly creeping up in my in into my top ten. He's not there yet, but he's creeping, mm-hmm. and he's also good at marketing. I mean, his last album, "Pretty Girls Love Trap Music," the whole pink thing, the whole trap. I mean, he 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 had the whole pink house, the pink card. He set up in Atlanta, and the he fact- even went down to the like when he was performing that he had a pink wheelchair yep. with a pink fucking cast or something yep. like that. Because the he whole had, shit, you know I mean? yeah. he had his whole theme going on, and it was dope. And the fact that he announced this at the All Star Weekend, rapper, what is it, rapper go to the league? Or something? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's again, it's like he's gearing up for this rollout, and like the whole marketing is there and. Yeah. I'm excited for it, man. I am because he, he this man can rap. And he's 40 years old. <laughs> he's old as shit. Like this man is 40 years old and rapping like he's 20. He's the best. 
He's the best at rapping, like, I'm rich and you're not type of rap. I, I mean, think there's a little more to it there, there too. More because no, but I'm just I'm just giving him that that title because a lot of his like I love his shit talking rap. Like yeah. his when he talks his shit because he can back it up, like that's the type of shit I really like from him. But yeah, he also has great like content too. Like other than that, like I, I I'm not saying that's his that's his only thing, but I mean yeah. he, people have like, you know, their their wheelhouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things that we expect out of two chains. But uh, one thing that I think makes him a little different is that he didn't really blow up until he was, like, well into his 30s. Right, yep. he had to reinvent himself to yeah. blow up. And I think that you can pick up some of it in these, these stories. I mean, you know, these raps where he'll talk about trapping and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, it, like, it's true. It's like he was he was making money or whatever, but it wasn't, you know... wasn't from rapping. Yeah, it wasn't from rapping. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and you, you believe it, and it's, like, corroborated from... From people like I yeah, think right. there was a Lil Wayne story where he yeah. used to buy weed from Two Chainz. He was and, Lil Wayne's drug dealer, right? And yeah. that's how he—that's how they knew each other. Yeah, that's how they met. That was their relationship, and now they're still really good friends. So it's, it's, it is interesting to hear that. Shit. You know, he always talks about how he was rich before he was even like big and rapping. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense, you know. And I think hearing the name of his of his album, it makes the EP that he dropped earlier make a little bit more sense. The name yeah. of it make more sense. It's it was called uh, the play don't care who makes it. Mm-hmm. So if you talk, if you look at um, first I was like what the fuck is he talking about the play don't care who who, you who makes it. No, I didn't know what I fuck he it. was talking about. It mean it just it means that like if you make a play, it doesn't matter who makes it play. The play play works. Like the play doesn't care. You might care who makes the play, but the play doesn't care who makes the play. The play just wants to be played. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if that made True. sense. True, yeah. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's it's, it's sports theme now, and it's that's like just what, that's what yeah, I got. Yeah. Did, did I sound like a dumbass or something? Y'all laughing at me? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it made plenty of sense. No, uh, nigga, don't lie to me. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, kind of, no? kind of makes sense. The play doesn't care. The play yeah. don't care who makes it. It doesn't. Yeah, right. As long as it's made. Exactly. Yeah. That's so what you said. So don't look at me like I said some shit in like Chinese. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm actually understanding. That's not even a language. Cantonese. <laughs> I hate when people say, "Are you speaking Chinese?" No, bitch. <laughs> that's not a language. Sorry. Go you ahead. speak American? <laughs> Ooh, when I used to work at the bank, somebody came in there and said that shit. Said what? Did you speak American? Yes. Swear to God. Did they mean because it? Because it was like I used to work with a lot of like Indians and shit like that, right? And so this lady came in. She was like, oh, finally, uh, uh, you know, a teller I can speak American to. <laughs> what? I was like, right? What? what? All right, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, let's talk about this, the play that don't care who makes it. Uh, what were your thoughts? <laughs> Liked it, loved it, gotta have it. No, I I enjoyed it, man. I mean, it's it's two trains. It's only, it's only four songs, but you get a little bit of everything that you kind of want out of two chains. I mean, the first track is just kind of a nice, got a nice bounce to it. Okay, bitch. Okay, bitch, I'm on the track. And it just it just sounds good. It feels mm-hmm. good. He rides the beat fucking awesome. Yo, Second, he's, he's really he's like the king of that. But yeah, go yeah. ahead. He he gets his features on where he just he brings on good features and puts them on a song together. Um that's proud, right? Proud, yeah. yeah. Except YG's just annoying to me. I, I don't I don't know what that is. Recently. 
Oh, I think, man. I think recently, um, like, he, he came, like, My Crazy Life and... I think still Brazy? Cra- still Brazy so, was the second brazy. one. Still yeah. so Brazy was decent. Those, yeah, both of those were good to me. But I think, like, the things that I've been hearing from him re- recently, I don't really like. I was listening to that Blood song, too, like, that he put out. It's uh, the cover art is just him putting up the blood okay. sign and his hands are covered in blood. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, ruined the song for me. Just seeing that, just me being somebody that's not from, like, the streets like that, that be killing people and seeing all, like, like that just Word. turned me off. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, recently he's been kind of boring for me. I just kind of, I'm agreeing. I, I yeah. thought he had an unlikely feature on this song. I think he's trying to... Everyone's getting numbers by adapting to Atlanta stuff mm-hmm. now. And like Still Brazy, I thought that was a great album. But right. it was it I don't know if people would find it as being a widely appealing thing because it was just like such a West Coast mm-hmm. sound. Yeah. And I to me I was listening, I was like, this is so authentic, this is so good. But right. people want to bounce to the party something different. I don't know. Maybe no, I've, I think there was there was joints on that still brazy that people can bounce at a party, but I guess it's not what people are bouncing to. The majority of people, I guess, I right? Guess that's, and that's it's, what you're saying. And it's like a, it's a whole album of like a West Coast vibe, but as he's so to like West Coast, and that's hit, why it's it's here or there, you know, I, I, right? With him, I being, think that's that's kind of true. Going, I was like the yeah. whole piece. It was like it was a lot of West Coast to digest, yeah. As opposed to like, okay, he's on a feature here. It's like a a little flavor, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. It's the whole thing. So I liked it though. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just think I don't know. Maybe he's like not. A, I just I don't I don't know. I don't even know how to go through that. <laughs> it's like he's not rapping anymore. It's like he's, he's he's trying to do too much. Like on the last few features he's I've heard him on, it's like just like vocally and structuring his verses. It's like he's trying to do too much. Mm. And I don't know. No, oh, it's just it's just too much, yo. Yeah, I think I it's probably like. Um, you know, more management, just saying, like, we we need to see what else you could do. Push, push me on right. something else. That's what I was actually going to um, yeah. comment on. Like, maybe he, he's he's stuck in that West Coast box, which is not a b- bad box to be stuck in, to be honest. But um, if you're trying to become something more yeah. than that, then yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Um Funny how we just got on YG for this. Yeah, we just fucking like, bro, come on, man. Step it up, bro. We like you, bro. Right. Come back, bro. Right. Damn. What uh, about Offset on it? I th- uh, Mom. <laughs> Mom. So I think that's how 2 Chains kept Offset on on task on that song. So about his mom, he's like, bro, as soon as he starts drifting, he almost has Patek. He just, <laughs> 2 Chains is like, mama. And he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Got it. Mama, got it. <laughs> he just come, brings it on back to mama. Yeah. Protect, protect wrist. Mama, mama. Okay, love you. And, and, and then it's back. But no, I mean, he, even Offset stays like on point there and stays with, it's within the concept. Sounds. So yeah, What did you think about Land of the Freaks? I liked it. I thought it was kind of boring. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fine. It was just like, uh, I kind of... Land of the Freaks? I got to... Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, my 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 attention was starting to drift away when I heard that one. Hmm. That the last one, the last track, Lamborghini, Lamborghini truck. truck. Yeah, I thought that was a good one. 
Lamborghini truck is him more on his rapper shit and less on his vibey trap shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like when he's on a vibey trap though. I, I, I like him on the vibey trap shit too. And I have to agree, Land of the Freaks is probably my least favorite song on here. Out of the four songs. Um, but Land of the Freaks is probably my favorite one. What? Or, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. He's like, what? No, no, no. Incorrect. Lamborghini Truck is my favorite oh, okay. one. Land of the Freaks would be my least favorite one. But um, I gotta 2 Chainz already said that he his next album is going to be more rappy. He said he, he wants to do more rappy kind of songs. Like, he mm-hmm. wants to show off his lyrical ability and huh. not just his hoodness and his, like, trap feel. So I got to see what this Land of the Freaks is. Oh, yeah. I think I remember. Yeah, this one. (laughs) I remember what you're talking about now. Okay, Yeah. yeah, I remember now. It's the kind of thing that two chains could do all day, but uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just the it. Yeah, I, yeah. It, in in comparison to the other four, yeah. If I were to, if I had to pick one, that's probably it. I like that beat though. Yeah, yeah. He always it's picks good, good beats though. Yeah, he, he always picks good beats. Uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm definitely looking forward. You know, hearing this EP, knowing the title of his next album, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I just had to. <laughs> yes! Anyway. Um What else were we listening to? Okay. Well, here we go. This next one I have is uh Cause. And the name of the album is Affected. Ooh, deep. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, if that's not surface, I don't know what is. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh shit! So I don't, I don't know about this one. I thought the whoa, you don't know. I don't know. You don't know um, if you like it or not. Is that that's what it sounds like you're saying? I, I'm, I'm not sure. Like I'm, I'm, I'm mixed. Like I have mixed I know emotions. You're mixed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn! Look at that hair. You mix as hell. Yeah, I got great hair. This hair has gotten me a long way. Um, anyway, before I was rudely interrupted by these <laughs> Negroes, um, okay, um, so before I was rudely interrupted, rudely, because you guys are rude, Duh. rude yeah. as fuck, um, Duh. yeah, I'm not sure what I feel about this one. I mean, did anybody understand the first song, Questions? I was looking for the questions in the song. I like like I know there weren't a ton of questions asked. Yeah, there was a lot of talking, and then he's like questions. I'm like, <laughs> <Where's the guy laughs> I didn't get it either. And I know the song came out a while ago, and like I kept maybe I just need to read the lyrics. I mean, while, he, while I he has some quotable lyrics like throughout the whole thing, kind mm-hmm. of sp- sparkled in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like. On your first song to your debut album, when you're like complaining that no one's ever heard of me, on the first song, I don't of think your, it's a complaint. 
it's a complaint for me. The first song of your debut album, you're saying no one's heard of me. It's like you are. You want me to feel sorry for you already? Like on the first song. I don't. I think. I think you're being overly critical of that. Well, was, there's there's a on. lot there's a lot to be said for starting off strong on the album, yeah. and this one this song kind of is just like it it's not it's not a standout. It, it doesn't. It's not. I mean, it sets the sort of a mood, but like you can tell. I felt like it was kind of mellow, and there are a lot of songs in the album that were like that. But I still don't feel like that's the best way to start. No, because me, I was like, I'm gonna. I sat there, I was like, I'm gonna listen to this. But if you don't come into it with the same determination, and you're just like, listen to that first track. You're like, oh, next. Well, just yeah. do whatever. Because like right after that, I think it it gets a lot stronger. Okay. True. No, I I think I I agree with that sentiment. Um, but yeah, I was confused by questions. Um. I, maybe I need to listen to it again. Like, tell me if I'm missing something. But I was definitely confused by that one. Um, Dudes be pussy. They they Kirby pink. He's, I like that. He's a fucking nerd. I like it. There's he video said, game he references said, like, and Pokemon. Yeah, I was yeah, like, let's do it. I'm yeah. here for it. <laughs> for sure. He, he's a I'm fucking nerd. I'm here for it. Fuck that. That that's one thing I can give him credit for on this record. He, I've never heard a, a rapper rap about Pokemon cards. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Kirby pink. What, what's, what sucks is that I think I'm older than him, and I was playing with Pokemon cards, like with my cousin who was it's, like 15, and I was like, "Yeah, also, it's okay. Yeah. yeah, it's fine. It's cool now. Rappers are rapping about it. It's cool now. Yeah, it's hip hop. Pokemon cards are officially hip hop. Officially, officially <laughs> hip hop. Yo, Cos made it so. <laughs> Cos made Pokemon cards hip hop. Boom. I said oh, it. Oh god. <laughs> All right. Well. um... What do you guys think about this Hustler Story song with uh, Kendrick Lamar? I think. Um, thank you, Kendrick, for saving the song. <laughs> um, and I say that only because. And Kendrick's performance wasn't even great. I was just going to say, what? It wasn't even great. I, I don't think Kendrick's performance was great on here at I all. I didn't like it at all. Uh, but overall, I think it. it, 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 it Okay, first song comes on, you're like, cool, there's some rapid raps. And then this other song comes on, you're like, all right, Kaz, you're, you're, you're a little boring. Just like his delivery is mm-hmm. just kind of, eh, nothing special. There's like nothing to write home exciting about. So that's why I say Kendrick saved the song because it was something different. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then he kind of gets this kind of his little verse thing. And I'm like, okay, you're doing some weird shit again, Kendrick. Just kind of phoning it in, you know. Oh wow, that's I I wouldn't say that. I, I I actually thought that Kendrick's work on the song reminded me a lot of like Section Eighty kind of time, because it it was different from a lot of the Kendrick that I've been hearing lately, and it reminded me of like you know the fast. He he may not get super deep with stuff, but it was like the flow that he used to use more back then. I I mean. I was, it's it's a good song. I don't know, man. Oh, um, I I'm probably going to tear the song apart. Oh. I didn't like anything about the song, oh. and I wanted to. Um, this, like, Kendrick was horrible on this song. Kendrick sounded like he was just throwing shit at the fucking wall and seeing if it stuck. And yeah. I hated that. Like, what, what fucking par- parallel universe are we in that I like God's plan and diplomatic... Immunity and anything that I've heard from Kendrick after Damn, almost well, no, not anything. Black Panther yeah. was solid, but like <laughs> I've heard like this one, and I want to say like a couple of more um, songs where he's like featured. I can't think of it. 
But this one is You're really probably, killing me. So this feature reminds me of the feature that Kendrick did on Jeezy's album, the one with him and J. Cole. Right, and I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Because again, he wasn't rapping. He was kind of mm-hmm. doing this more His little melodic thing, thing. Which, mm-hmm. is, which is cool, which is great. But when you're not controlling the vibe of the project, it, it's harder to put it in context if it's just like a verse. Right. You and know? I think and he's getting, he's, he's, uh, it's, it's like scaring me because I've seen the same thing with, thing with Wale. Like Wale tries to experiment and sing and shit and it doesn't work. And Kendrick's singing works occasionally, mm-hmm. but I think he needs to have more, as you said, more control of the project, the song, or something like that in order to incorporate that. Yeah, and if he just wants to come on and give you a hot 16, just give me a hot 16, right. Kendrick. Don't try to do all this extra shit that has no context. Right. Mm-hmm. So that that's what, what kind of threw me off. So I was just like, Kendrick Lamar's um, verse should have been way better for cause like I'm so maybe so this is what was going through my my head too I probably were going too long on this no it's fine go for um, it <laughs> but um the, they think we're Kendrick stands anyway so this, I know this, so this being was necessary critical, right being critical of him <laughs> right now is going to be you know essential um but like maybe it's like he didn't want to kill cause on his own song so maybe he just t- dialed it down or I but in my opinion mm. I think the same way that Cole went hard on that Zendaya song yeah. Cole snapped. Kendrick should have went just as hard. Like to me, I think it was just a, it was it was a weird it was a weird song. But but I have to say, it, it, I didn't hate Kendrick's part on it. It no. just was okay for me. It wasn't it wasn't great. And and I think I didn't like when it. You I'm just gonna to say I didn't whole, like it. When you listen to the whole album and you think about this, is a question I'm posing to you guys now, mm-hmm. right? Because I know you you love this song, right? So. Do you love this song because it actually has a hook that's good? <laughs> I don't even know. W- when you listen to the whole project, think about it. What's what's another hook on this project that you're like, damn, that was a hot hook? About it? Really? Yeah, that, I don't know. That one, that song about, about it, it does kind of stand out to me. But Okay. That Freaky oh. 45 one was funny. <laughs> okay. Freaky 45 is my favorite song on here. I'm, uh, since we're just... Going through it, yeah. Freaky 45 is my favorite track on here. Is is that uh based on like the skill, the sound, or is that just your state of mind? <laughs> yes. My m- No, you guys can talk My mind right now is Freaky 45. No, I I think it's my favorite, or I know it's my favorite song because it's it's got a solid hook on it mm-hmm. where he's not trying to sing. He's singing a little bit, but it doesn't sound terrible. I think his singing is god-awful. I think every single song he sings on this thing, every time he tries to sing, I think it sounds absolutely terrible. And the fact that it left the studio sounding like that is frustrating. Mm-hmm. Someone should have told him to do it again. They should have put some auto-tune on it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. His singing is not good on this project. No. Um, Freaky 45, the singing doesn't take away from the song. It, I think it, it, it actually, that's the one vocal performance where I'm like, okay, he actually did it. It's it mixes with it does doesn't clash with the beat. Um, the concept is dope. I get it. It's fucking vain and shallow as hell. But yeah. he's at least being honest about himself, and that honesty um, is refreshing, and it makes the song more believable and, and relatable. So uh, yeah, Freaky Forty Five is dope. Yeah, I didn't mind that. Um, I just got another thought. Um, 
Maybe, maybe cause, sorry, am I, am I fucking up? All right, cool. Because Cedric's laughing at me and it makes me fucking uncomfortable. So I got to look at Ben and be like, are we good? And Ben's like, good? don't we're worry fine. about we're it. We're fine, we're good. We're fine. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Because I'm about to slap the shit out of Cedric in about 2.5. Do, do it, do it, do it. No, I don't it. want to. I love you. Finish, finish. What are you saying? <laughs> nah, but, um. Talk some more shit, please. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> no, I, what I think about is that, like, the songs on here I, that I like from him are the ones that are a little bit more rough around the edges. Edges. Like the ones that are um, like ignorant confidence and freaky forty five. Like those are ones that are simple, but like more. Um, you like ignorant confidence? I think it, like that's why I keep playing these songs just to remember like to jog my memory. Oh my god, ignorant confidence again! It's one of those songs, dude. There's like no song the, structure to this thing. <laughs> I love the no, beat on isn't. ignorant confidence. Yeah, the beat but, is dope, but, the, the, but I think there's no song structure. And it's not like he's rapping at like a Jada Kiss level where it's like the bars are so strong that it can carry this hookless v- verse after verse after verse song. It's but they're it, not good enough. I think the charisma <laughs> of the song is what I maybe I'm looking for. Charisma? Cause? Yeah. <sighs> but that's what I'm thinking. Like I'm trying to give him the, the, the benefit of the doubt here. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like when he starts talking like his real shit or whatever, like his introspective shit, his emo shit, because let's be real, almost everybody in Dreamville is emo as fuck. But yeah, they're just his, a bunch of black emo nerds. They're a bunch of emo motherfuckers. Like they're just down. It's fine though. It's it's, it's, it's fine. Usually it works. Um, but like when he when he talks his shit, like it's more. Like, I think like his his voice comes through more for me mm-hmm. versus when he talks about like other things. I don't know. I just feel like he he's there's something missing for him. Like maybe he hasn't found his voice when he's on that conscious tip, but he's possibly found his voice more. When he's on that ignorant shit, mm-hmm. just saying, I, it just I, doesn't sound all the way there yet. I, I found myself uh, comparing him to other other West Coast rappers a lot, right? And it felt unfair because I would listen to him and I'm like, "Ooh, this person would have done so and so on this beat, or they would have yeah. done this with the hook." But I was trying <laughs> to step back from that. I was like, you know, he's kind of. It's okay. Like, he's telling a story or whatever. Yeah. Right. I also think, like, um, there's at least one song that was, like, no no hook where he's just rapping all the way through. And, you know, you might not say it's the best or whatever, I, but I thought it said something that he he can even, like, make it all the way through like that, that he can actually rap. Because right. we're at the point where it's like, can all rappers rap? Can they make it past exactly. 16? Sometimes they'll do 16 and it's just like <laughs> I but I think I that agree. brings us but I think that brings us to something that we've been talking about off uh off mic. Um I'm going to try and get my segue in here. Um I think that brings us to like what the way that we uh rate albums then. Mm-hmm. Because when we try and rate these albums, when we try and think about like cause like we give like um, Migos and them like a pass whenever they have like an album or whatever come out or like Yachty or whatever like we know that Yachty's trash but like when when he comes out with an album like we'll listen to it we'll give it a, a, a give it a try are we are we consciously like when we see somebody that's rapping with lyrics and like trying to be lyrical are we judging them too harshly because we know that they can rap or like are we and and are we being too lenient on the other ones that can't rap? Like, 
we'll say something's a good album, but we don't know what constitutes as that good album because we're not giving somebody else the same um, lens. We're not looking at it through the same lens. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I, I had similar thoughts when I was listening to this thing. It's like, yeah, am I being too hard on this guy? Is 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 this? Am I being fair? Because mm-hmm. I know he's he's a rapper. So am I judging him as a rapper or just as an artist or what? right? Um, so yeah, no, no. I definitely have to go back and think about okay, what do I think is important when I'm listening to an album or grading an album? It's like, what am I going to this thing hoping to get out of it? Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely thought I don't about know. It. I I just try to stick with the entertainment value. Um, yeah. You know, different songs have a different time, different place. So, you know, there there's some song that you may think about when you're reflecting on some stuff in your life and other times when you're just trying to party. Uh, so I'm just take it for, like, what what the intention was and how much it delivers on being something that you actually want to listen to. True. That makes sense. The intention. That is a great, yes. Yeah. Great it's way to intent, describe that. Right? I yeah. mean, the intent. And I think the intent on this was to be, I'm a rapper rapper. What do you I guys mean, think? He, I mean, he's, he's also, like... A baby. He, he, he's talking, <laughs> he talks about, like... I mean, there, there's like the shallowness, you know. Mm-hmm. The, of course. There's this theme that goes through about how how he doesn't really treat women right. And then mm-hmm. yes. sometimes he talks about like grinding and stuff like that. And he just, he seems like a lot of grinding people Grinding on knew. women? <laughs> <laughs> or grinding like hustling. Hustling. Oh, okay. No, got you're it. right. He, he, it, it, I definitely got Clips. a very similar vibe. was just that he was he's grinding young, on women. It's. <laughs> it's super shallow. Like the album is, like he, but he's honest about his shallowness. He's like, yeah, I'm shallow. But then it's like it's funny. In the same song, he'll be talking about himself. Like, yeah, I, I I'm, I don't want to date. I just, I just want to have fun. Then he's talking shit about the girl for doing the same thing in the same right. song. I'm like, dude, like you just said you're a hoe, and now you're talking about her because she's a hoe. Like, y'all can both be hoes, and it's okay. Right. <laughs> just, but yeah, that that honest, sha- honest shallowness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's pervasive, but I I do want to give this man props. Oh, for sure. There, there's one song that I I, I besides Freaky Forty Five that I thought was dope. Mm. Um, Proof. It's the one I thought. Um, yeah, that's when he was just rapping. He was just rapping, yes. right? And 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 so he's he's actually you know um, spitting bars, and there is a section where he does and the thing. That about this about about this song that I loved was that yes he's spitting bars mm-hmm. but he's also changing up his flow yes. he's got those weird little inflections at the end of some phrases so it it gives you some like personality while he's rapping it's not just this like bar 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 it's like bar 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 and you're like oh okay yeah okay bar 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 yeah there's some flavor in there there's some yeah. there's some spice there's some rosemary and sage it's not just you know salt and pepper like. It's. I felt like that was like that glimmer that you get out of Dreamville stuff. Like yeah. it's it's not this overwhelming consistency of like every song is a bang or whatever. But then every time, every now and then you you hear something like, "Oh, this is pretty good." Yeah. This person has some skill. Whatever. Yeah. That was proof. So I'll <laughs> give him. I'll give him. And, and it's funny. Yeah. It's on the song proof because it's like okay, here's. Yeah. Here's the the proof that I I I like belonged here as a rapper. It's like okay, I got you, bro. Yeah, yeah. You're proving it on this one song, <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> I don't know. Like I think this whole in, in general, like this whole album was just 
um, okay. To yeah. Me. There wasn't very many standout tracks. I think that he's had better, like the Knock the Hustle song was something that I heard uh, before this album, and that song made me excited for this one. And unfortunately, there wasn't much for me to like take away from this album to be like, this was a great album. I know that it was a good album or like, you know, it was an okay album. Like it wasn't like trash, but it wasn't just something. I don't think I'm going to go back to it. No, I'm I'm definitely not going back to this one. Um, I hope he tightens up his bars a bit and right. stops singing. I think he has some, 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 uh, he needs to find himself a little bit more. Yeah. He needs Who to he find himself. He he needs to find somebody else to sing his hooks. <laughs> it's it, it that kept bringing me down the whole time. Am I the only one who thought he, his singing was terrible? Seriously, like it's okay. I don't care. I thought he thought his singing was. I think I just didn't pay it, attention it, to the songs enough because they didn't grab me enough. Yeah. It well, they was difficult to get grabbed by the singing that was just so bad. Yeah. I mean, if he had somebody else on his hooks, I think a lot of these songs would have been better. Like the hooks weren't bad; they were just performed terribly. There were there were actually a lot of parts of this album that felt like similar approaches to to great albums that didn't have the features that would have made them stand out. Yeah, there there was like one song I was like, feels like BJ Chicago Kid should be on this. Yes, yeah. yes, like there yes there were those moments yeah. where you're right. If someone else had done this one part here, yeah, it would have been like a completely different vibe, completely different sound. What do you think? They're just trying to save a buck. I was gonna say like. <laughs> Is that like an A and R thing? Is that like a, like yeah, like you trying to save some shit? Because B, I know BJ Chicago kid is probably not cheap. But I mean, come on, when they listen to this, when they listen to the album that he turned in, did no one think like, man, maybe we can get somebody on this one, or we could sub somebody else in here, or or maybe or maybe, he said maybe no. Kosh just wanted it, right? Maybe Kosh is like, no, I want to sing this hook. No, I want to do this part. Maybe he didn't want anybody else to have any credits. Jesus yeah. Christ! I don't know. I mean, they, uh, he's not. He's not that good. He's not that good to 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 put to do everything. To do everything, right? I'm not saying he's not good. He's, he's not, not good enough good to do to everything. everything. Yeah, he's. Yeah. We, he's not bad. There's there's no need for us to get locked like locked into that thought that a rapper needs to handle everything. Right. True. Like if you look at J Cole and you're like, oh well, I should I should produce and write and mm-hmm. sing. like. No, not everyone can do everything. Not and right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's your boss too. Your boss is one of those guys who can do everything. So you're trying to, oh, I can do it. I can do it. And did you guys think? Sorry, last thing on this. Did you guys think that song um, where he's like, what is it? Yeah, it's Zendaya, right? With Jayco. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was a little weird that he's like talking to Cole the way that Cole talked to Nas? Uh, um, I thought it was a little early, but I mean, maybe that was just my thing. Like Cole's verse on there was dope, but then he's like, "Hey, I like thank you, brother. I appreciate it." It's like, yeah, say thank you. That's great. But am am I just again hating? Am I Joe Budden? I mean, like, I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because it's it's not the first time a rapper has done that to their like. I mean, think about it. Kanye, Jay-Z, the whole Big yeah. Brother thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we have Cole, Nas. We have the whole, like, you know, I, I, so, I get that, but. I I, I don't know. know. Kaz I mean, is not brand new. That's another right. thing to keep in mind. So he's been, like, working under Cole for years. And, like, 
just to even. But he's brand new to mainstream. This is this is this is his debut studio album. Right. Like this is a brand new thing. Like if you t- if we're talking about albums, he's I'm just brand saying new. he's been like for years mm-hmm. working, yeah. and it's it's a big thing to even be able to have your album come out. True. So many of them get shows and whatever. That's why I say it never happens for some put people. me in my place yeah. if I'm if I'm doing too much. So but. I think he's like I've been working under Cole. For a long time, and Cole is like superstar to me. He sees mm-hmm. the fans coming out. He sees platinum records. You know that's true. And yeah, he's on Maybe tour probably. You know, getting to see stuff. Well, he's that's never what he said before. in the song, right? He's like, you I'm, ble- I'm, be- I'm blessed to do this. Like, I want to be the best, but I'm also blessed that I'm actually where I'm at right now. Um, and 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 hearing this project, it's like, if he could have, you know, put up. Work in on someone else's project, even you know. I mean, who knows how collaborative Dreamville is? But mm-hmm. I mean, if it wasn't him on some of these hooks, I'd be like, "Damn, that's a badass hook." All right, we get it. I know. I'm sorry, but it's just <laughs> we get it, bro. He is good at writing them. It's just damn. Maybe he's a good. Maybe he's a good ghostwriter. That's what I'm saying. Maybe yeah. behind the scenes, he's doing stuff and yeah. working because he has been, uh, like you said, Ben. He's. I mean, I think I first heard of Kaz a few years ago. Yeah, I've heard him a few long, years. It was ago. a while ago. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he has been working. Maybe, yeah. It's I been... just thought it was like maybe I don't know. It's not early. Maybe it's not early. I just thought it was a little awkward for me to listen to that, and I don't know why. I have no clue why. It just it just grabbed me as awkward. Anyway, um, let's make sure we get the fuck out of here, guys. Um, I ain't going nowhere. I'm staying forever. Wakanda forever. You can't get rid of me. Because forever. Because forever is a mighty long time. Forever? Forever. <laughs> anyway, um, you guys, we love y'all. Y'all hella dope and shit. And we really appreciate y'all listening to us and all that good motherfucking dope shit and all that shit and shit. Um, I'm going to say shit like three more times. Shit, shit, shit. Um, y'all can listen to us everywhere that you consume podcasts. Everywhere. Um, and that will be at... Through the crate. Um, Search yeah. it. Google it. Search it. Google it. FaceTime Twitter, it. FaceTime. Oh, be sure to check out um, uh, the Hip Hop Review podcast. That is out. Our, um, inter- or not interview, but um, our joint podcast with them. They put out the, it was on the Migos Culture. Um, Culture 2. Culture yeah. 2. There you go. Migos Culture 2 album. Um, and that was a really fun episode. So make sure you guys go over there and listen to this guy. I mean... Uh, he, Will's a dope dude over there. Um, doing good stuff. Doing great stuff over there. Great doing work. Great, great work. Great, great work. stuff. Great. Um, and I think that's about it. Uh, just make sure you guys can continue to follow, listen, like, subscribe, and we're yes. out this motherfucks. Deuces.